this your girl Shannon back at it with another episode of Pothead Stuff. I'm sorry my chair is squeaking. I need some WD-40. But, you know, we digress and we keep it pushing. Alright, I'm here today. You might hear my puppy Rose running around in the background because... She's playing catch with herself. She likes to throw the tennis ball around and chase it. So, that is that. But, I'm coming to you today. Uh, just to talk. Anybody who knows me knows that I am completely, completely, completely into, like, history stuff, Holocaust stuff, you know, the Germans and the Nazis, and... I especially love finding out the history of the areas here in the United States that I have visited. However, I never knew the history of the town that I grew up in, the town that I had all my pride in, the town that I am now currently living back in since I've come back from the Carolinas. Like, I had... And I say had complete pride in my town. I come from Glassboro, New Jersey. I love my town. I was very proud of my town. I searched into the history of my town. And that's when my pride started to wane. Now. I found this book called Images of America, Glassboro, which was written by Robert W. Sands Jr. This is an excellent book. It's a picture book. It gives you the entire history of New Jersey, for, I mean, from Glassboro, from the early 1800s up until like the early 2000s. It's done with pictures, and under every picture is an explanation of what the picture is, where it is, who's in it. And the thing that amazes me is, like, I know these locations that they're talking about in this book. Like, these buildings, some of these buildings don't exist anymore. And they're completely different. It's like, wow, I never knew that that was in that location because I was born when it was this. And I've always known it as, you know, this. Like, our public library in town. Come to find out through this book, our public library, where it's located, is not where the library was initially located. That location was originally the Acme grocery store for the town. Like... That doesn't that Acme Acme doesn't even exist in Glassboro anymore. That shut down and went out of business super many years ago. Uh, I don't even remember like 10, 15 years ago now. But that was our original Acme. Then it moved to the College Town Plaza, which College Town Plaza was built in the 70s, and you know it's still there. That's where all our that's our strip mall. That's you know where we go get everything. That's Five Below, Big Lots. Uh, Lidl Grocery Store, the Dollar Tree, uh, Staples used to be there, but Staples left us here in Glassboro. But we got, uh, what, GNC, the Peking Buffet, we got, uh, 
Dr. Berger's accent on eyes. We just got an America's Best put in there, too. And then we got Complete Care Health Networks. We got Pep Boys. Like, there's everything on that strip. Like, you can go to that strip and just get everything you need, and you're good. But that was built in the 70s, and that's where the Acme went to when it was still here in Glassboro. I never knew it was at the library location. I always known it in the College Town Plaza, so that was something new that I got to learn. Okay, now, when I say that I had pride in Glassboro, I mean, I love Glassboro. I told everybody, I'm from Glassboro, I'm from South Jersey, and yes, there is a difference between South Jersey and North Jersey, and there is no motherfucking Middle Jersey, or Central Jersey, whatever the fuck they want, it does not exist, it's North or South, pick a side, South Jersey, in my opinion, is the best, I'm from South Jersey, I understand South Jersey, we are cool and copacetic down here in South Jersey. Y'all people from North Jersey think y'all from New York, and we, we not beat for that. You want to be from New York? All right, then you North. We just going to say that. You the North Jersey and just leave it at that. South Jersey is where the shit is at. But, okay. Anyway, um, so, as I was reading through this book, I was gaining more and more pride in my town. I love my town. I love the fact that there, this town literally started out as a glass town. Like the sand that is here is perfect for making glass. Which I don't understand why we still don't have a glass factory here. But I digress. But the people that owned these glass factories, I now understand why some of the streets are named what they're named. Like, the Stanger Brothers. There was st seven Stanger Brothers that started a glass company. Well, those brothers, we now have a Stanger Avenue here in Glassboro, named after those brothers, in which I didn't know until I read this book. Um, we've got uh, Whitney Hall and Whitney Crescent here in Glassboro. Whitney Hall is part of Rowan. Whitney Crescent is a low-income uh, housing development. They're both named after Mr. Whitney, which was another glassmaker that started the town of Glassboro. Or like um, Carpenter Street. That was named after one of the guys that was, that helped found this town, too. Like a lot of, I'm finding out a lot of these streets were named after, you know, people that helped fund the town. Which, to me is amazing. It's beautiful. Give them their tribute. What bothered me was the fact that when I was reading this book and I was looking at these pictures I didn't see any black people. No people of color no people with any pigmentation whatsoever. Not until I got to the section about the schools. And the first time that they talk about black people in this town is page 61. That's on page 61. And there's 128 pages in this book. So, mind you, I had to get halfway through the book before I found one person of color 
that they spoke about in this book. And it's literally one little section. And I will read it to you. It says, After the Academy Street School fire, African American children were segregated into their own schools in their own neighborhoods. So South Glassboro School was established in the early 1920s. In the lawn section of South Academy Street and Washington Avenue. Says this September 1924 Board of Education minutes reported that an enrollment of 97 students for years Dorothy Latney Bullock was the teaching principal here. The picture that was in this book was taken in 1951. The school was closed in 1963. So you mean to tell me that you kept these black children out of the good section of town and out of the good schools where they could learn like the white children from 1920 until 1963? I, 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 I'm not understanding that. We were in the North. We were not part of slavery. We were not part of segregation. Our people up here were helping the slaves down in the South. So why the fuck did Glassboro have its own segregated school? And that's the shit that pissed me off. That's where I lost my pride in the town of Glassboro. It is slowly creeping back because Miss Dorothy Latney Bullock was such a driving force in this town that she could not be forgotten it was impossible she can her story cannot be forgotten she taught all the black children of this town however now the new current elementary school that we have just built in this town uh, i believe like 10 years ago is named after this wonderful, wonderful woman. It is the Dorothy L. Bullock Elementary School. I am very proud of that fact. Because having this segregated school hurt my heart. Then, however, I continued to read the book. And now as I continued on in the book, I was very impressed at the fact that, you know, some of these buildings are still standing. Some of them are not. Like the Ellesmere School. That is still standing. It's at the edge of Whitney Crescent. Um, it's not really utilized anymore. It was a school. Then it went, it went from a regular public school to an alternative school. Then from an alternative school to the Boys and Girls Club. And from the Boys and Girls Club to nothing. The building literally is just sitting there now. But that building is still there. Um, then it, it goes on to the Glassboro High School. Which was, uh, let's see. 
says, okay, for this, it says, an agreement between the Board of Education and Glassboro State College states that the high school is to be constructed in close proximity to the Glassboro State College, and literally it is across the street from Glassboro State College, and that the laboratory high school be designed and operated to provide the best practices in secondary education and can be demonstrated to Glassboro State College classes and students and to personnel from schools in the region. Meaning that Glassboro High School, the one that was built in 1958, which was the new, the newest high school, um, that was the last high school that's built. That's the high school that's currently operating right now. And it is across the street from the college, which is no longer Glassboro State College. It is now Rowan University. We have a whole issue with that. I can't say we because it's me, myself, and I. So the three of us have a problem with that. However, we will not go into that tangent right now. But Rowan University is across the street from Glassboro High School. And Glassboro High School is basically a cedar school for the college because the students there can take college-level courses while they're still in high school. They can graduate with a high school degree and an associate's degree. Um, it's a really good program that the high school has in with the college. So, you know, that was good. Um, but as I said, like, you really don't get into black folks again in the book until where you guessed it the churches why because black people are rooted in the churches everything we do comes from the church from our values to our teachings to our dances to our praising, to our celebrations, everything stems from the church. So that section is, yes, a lot of black coverage in this church. Like we've got Mount Moriah Church was an all-black church. Currently, it's Mount Moriah Primitive Baptist Church is now the name of it. However, it's still a black church. You've got churches that were here in the 1800s that are still here, like the one that's on the, 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 the point of Main Street and Union Street. Those two streets come to a point, and at the head of that point is a church. That church has been there since 1896. The structure has not been remodeled. The structure has not been changed. The structure still looks exactly the same. It is just kept and maintained very well. Um, let's see. Oh, Glassboro. Glassboro, Glassboro. Used to, like, church was really big in Glassboro to the point where Glassboro had its own holiness camp. And the congregates at the Glassboro Holiness Camp, it says here under the picture, are posing after gathering of spiritual enrichment and fellowship in 1930. The camp was located at Main Street and Barger Boulevard. 
that camp is no longer there. That camp is where that camp was located is all houses now, and that's where the college students live and stay. So, but it was affiliated with the Olivet Pilgrim Church. Uh, William W. Gallagher deeded the property to the trustees of the Holiness Camp Association on May 19, 1923. Camp meetings were held during the summer from 1925 to 1978. So the the summer before I was born was the last year that this camp existed. That sucks. I would have liked to have gone to that church. Then you talk about civic duties. However, I really am not into the civic duty section because of the fact that it was all white folks. And there was no black people. And there was like, at most, okay, let's see. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve officers for the entire town. Twelve. And technically, it was only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven that were out on patrol because the other one, two, three, four, five went to, they sat in the office. They were office personnel. Weirdos. There's a million cops now. And then it talks about the transportation, which pretty much was horse and buggy until 1901. When people started getting, you know, the cars. After that, like, it's got, this book has a lot of really good pictures of what used to be, what still is. And I learned why a lot of things got their names and why they're called what they're called. However... Okay, I know I talked about the schooling. Um, The college in this town, the original name was the Glassboro Glassboro State Normal School. I want to know what was normal about y'all motherfuckers. Y'all had shit segregated. Y'all were just as racist as the people from today's Pittman town. You did not really do anything with the black folks. You didn't invite them in. You didn't intermix. Like, and I can't even just say black. You didn't have no Latinos, no Asians, no nobody. Y'all was just... It just hurts my feelings. That as I learned about the town of Glassboro, I got the whitewashed version. But that's okay, because why? I just ordered a book called Ellesmere. And I know you heard me call it, talk about the Ellesmere School. All right, it's Ellesmere, the African-American history of Glassboro. So when that book comes, I will talk about that as well after I read it. I did, however, for the time being, I also found another book about the town of Glassboro. 
well, not just Glassboro, it's about South Jersey. It's called Parallel Communities. So it's the black folks that were living alongside of the white folks. So that's a little bit of the history, but I'm really waiting for the Ellesmere book because I want to know about the black people in my town. Because I need to know their history. That is part of where I come from. My mother is they consider of Caucasian descent. My father is of the darker variety because he's not all the way, my father's not all the way black. My father has Cherokee Indian in him. Um, I do not know what else because I did not grow up with my birth father. The father that I grew up with, I know his history, but yeah, it's not there. Uh, I'm not part of it, so. But on my mother's side, we are Hawaiian, German, Scottish, Irish, French, and a whole bunch of other shit. We're like Heinz 57. We're just, it's in there. That's what I'm saying. It's in there. It's like Prego. We in there. But um, I really want to know about my history, about my people's history, about the things that they did, the struggles that they went through in this town. That is what I am currently on the journey to find out. So once I get this book and start studying, I will bring you guys along on my journey. Until then, I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.